what is up people of the internet listening variety um welcome back to junior year and a mini microphone i couldn't remember what this podcast was called for a second um ironically i am not using a mini microphone (laughs) because i left it at the house so i think kelly's gonna drop it off on our way home on thursday but yeah um so i'm recording this straight from my phone i was trying all the different things and this is what sounded the best so i hope it sounds okay when i actually uploaded it um since me and kelly and peyton are all separated we're all in different states well we soon will be in different states peyton is currently in texas i'm in illinois and kelly will be in wisconsin so we probably will not end up doing another bracket night until next semester um we have been considering doing a bracket night over FaceTime or Zoom or something that's Christmas movie themed and then Peyton's family can join in since there are um, only listeners. <laughs> um, but we're thinking about doing that, so it's a possibility. But in the meantime, I've decided for my own enjoyment, really, um, to start a new segment, and I'm calling it Sam's Tier List. Um If you didn't know, there's this thing called Tier Maker Online, and basically you can just, I don't know, rate things, rank them in categories. S is the highest, and then it goes down to A through F, basically. S, A, B, C, D, F. It skips E, I guess. Um, S, people call S God Tier, so if you hear me saying God Tier, that's what that means. Um... And I think just I think it's really funny to watch or listen to people doing these. Um, I've done a couple with my friends myself because it's pretty entertaining. So I'm gonna just maybe do a weekly thing where I'll just take different things um, and put them into this tier list. I have very few interests, and they're very they're not niche necessarily, but they're unique, and they might this might not be interesting to anyone else except for me. Um, but for example, the first one that I've decided to do is Jane Austen adaptations, um, specifically movies. So I have here 17 Jane Austen movie adaptations. Basically, I mean, it's film. There's a couple that are like miniseries. Um, so they're not quite movies, but I felt like they should be included. So I'm taking those two. So I've, it's a lot of, um, like, they're really trying to stay true to the original novels, but there's definitely a couple of them that are, like, modern adaptations that I will also be including. So, I'm looking for the best one, or the best ones, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I'll just, we'll get started. It's a lot of Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> That's, like, definitely the most popular one, but here we go. So, the first one that I'm seeing here is the 2020 Emma. This, so this just came out over the spring, I think, summer, um, but I watched it over the summer, and it is, I thought it was really good, actually. Um, it's very, I don't know if my listeners would know, like, Wes Anderson movies. I haven't really watched a lot of them, but it's kind of that similar, he has a certain, like, character in his cinematography and movies and stuff that I feel like kind of comes across in this version of Emma. Um, I think the girl who plays Emma, she's 
she's interesting looking because the thing with Emma is she's supposed to be, you know, this amazing beauty or whatever. And she's she's interesting looking. Um this same actress is in this new Netflix show called The Queen's Gambit that my mom likes. Um and she told me I need to watch, so I think she's kind of an up and coming actress, but she did a really good job still. Um it's it's very quirky, I'd say. It's more quirky than the other Emma movies. Um but the cinematography is really beautiful. It's really fun. Um, I think if you're new to period movies or Jane Austen movies, this one would be a great place to start because I think for even for people who don't really enjoy historical movies or whatever, I think you would still enjoy this version. Um, so yeah, would highly recommend. I think I'm going to put it, maybe not S tier, but I'm definitely going to put it in A. I think it was really well done. Um, next we have Mansfield Park. Um, Mansfield Park for me, it's just, oh, I don't, I don't like Mansfield Park that much. It's, it was one of the, it might've even been the first Jane Austen book I read, but I was really young. I was like 12 or 13. So I didn't understand a lot of it, but I understand some of it. And I think I liked it then, but I didn't really understand that she ends up with her cousin which is kind of weird and I don't like to think about it um but yeah it's still a Jane Austen so it's not bad but it's I just don't think it it pales in comparison to the other Jane Austens so setting that aside if I'm just considering how true it is to the book I actually would say that I think the girl who plays, um, I can't even remember what the main character's name is. I honestly cannot. Fanny. The girl who plays Fanny, I think she makes him, her, I mean, she makes her a little more interesting um, than I think she actually is in the book, if I'm being honest. Or she makes her a little less interesting. I can't even remember the book very well, so I don't even know if I can compare her to the book. Um... But honestly, me and my mom did a Jane Austen movie marathon um, last year, and this was one of the movies that we watched, and I just thought it was pretty boring. So I don't want to put an F. I don't think I'm going to ever be able to put anything in F, but I'm putting it in D. It's it's just not great. Um, so next we have Sense and Sensibility. It's... Um, this is the miniseries version. I think there's four episodes. Um, I don't even know, like, I don't even know if there's well-known people in this. That It's the BBC version. It's on Amazon Prime. You can go watch it. Um, I really liked this version. Um, it made me bawl my eyes out. It, I, I mean, I think this is going to be a popular theme with any time these miniseries come up is that they're just able to do I think on the whole a better job of the staying true to the story if that's the goal staying true to the story and fleshing it out and I don't know getting you into the world of Jane Austen because they have the time you know if you're confined to a two-hour limit you're just not going to be able to get 
as much done in plot development and character development, etc. So, um, yeah, I, I think this one's really good. I can't even remember a ton about it, but I really, I really enjoyed it. I'm going to put it in A as well. Um, (laughs) so next we have Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. (laughs) I haven't seen this in a long time, but I saw it when it came out. And I remember, like, it's not super strict to, um, Pride and Prejudice, they do try. <laughs> I don't know. It was very... It was interesting. I didn't hate it. I haven't seen it since, though. So it's not like a... I would watch this movie again. Um, but it was enjoyable the one time that I watched it. So maybe I'll put it in C. That's just an... I just... I can't believe that someone really was like, I'm going to take Pride and Prejudice and put zombies in it. Like, that's originally a book. It wasn't even, this This movie didn't start this. It was, it was the book. <laughs> um, so now we have um, another version of Emma. This one has Kate Beckinsale. I think that's her name in it. I don't, I think she's in something else, but I can't think of what. Because I've heard her name before. Um, but this is a version that I've seen... I think out of all the Emmas, it's probably the worst. Um, and just because the other Emmas are really good. And this one, again, I don't think it was bad. I just didn't remember a ton about it. It's not It's not memorable. It's kind of just, eh, okay. Um, so I think I'm going to put this in C, too. Yeah, yeah I, just, I can't even really remember much about it. Um, so next we have this one called Lost in Austin. Um... I watched this a long time ago. It's it's supposed to be about Pride and Prejudice. And she gets sucked into the world of Pride and Prejudice or something. And then I think she ends up falling in love with Mr. Darcy. Like she and Elizabeth switch places or something. And Elizabeth goes to be in the modern world. And she goes, as a modern girl, she goes back in time, you know, into the 1800s. And she falls in love with Mr. Darcy or something. But it really, watching it, it was kind of basically just, like, watching, it's like someone had taken their, like, Pride and Prejudice fan fiction where they inserted themselves as Elizabeth Bennet, and then they just made it into a movie. It just, it feels like watching a fan fiction. <laughs> I just, it's not, it's not great, I didn't think, um... I kind of found it boring sometimes and it was just weird seeing this random girl and she had like such a weird random name and she's she's not Elizabeth and you're like this is wrong she shouldn't she did Mr. Darcy should not be paying attention to this chick she's so weird and in reality Mr. Darcy would be like who is this weird chick the thing about Elizabeth is that yes she comes from a family that's not super well off yes she has a really embarrassing and annoying family but she herself is very witty. She's very smart and she kind of just has a certain dignity and grace about her um that I think Mr. Darcy is attracted to. And this girl just did not. She's like so awkward. She does oh, she does something in the movie that I remember watching and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's so cringy and weird." She starts she starts singing a song. It's the one that's like I think it's the one that's like, it's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. I think she starts singing that in the movie. I just remember that. Oh my gosh. I have to put it in F tier. I'm sorry. I don't know if anyone likes that. 
it's it was so bad okay moving on we have bride and prejudice (laughs) this one (laughs) i adore and i mean adore this one um it's basically pride and prejudice but it's set in india and so instead of kind of this class difference between mr darcy and elizabeth um the girl who is like the elizabeth quote unquote she's she's an indian girl so she's not um her name's not elizabeth you know um it's something else but her whole family's indian and then mr darcy is this wealthy businessman who comes um with some friends and they meet and so instead of having this like class difference between them it's kind of more of a racial difference i guess um because you know her family actually i don't really remember but it's it's also kind of a musical um because they definitely have like dance and song scenes but they're really good and it's really vibrant and i i think it's like it's more like a rom-com um but i think it's thoroughly enjoyable and i've seen this multiple times i'm putting this in s tier because i really think it's a great movie um so next we have the gwyneth paltrow version of emma um this one i also like i think they did a good job considering the fact that they had a certain you know a smaller time frame um i think I think out of the Emmas, I would be less likely to rewatch this as I would the 2020 version. I'm putting it in B um, because it's still good um, and I would watch it again. Um, I have watched it multiple times, but I think now having the Emma, the 2020 Emma, I think that one's more enjoyable just because it's different. You know, it's not like every other Jane Austen movie adaptation it's they have they add some like flavor to it um do something a little different so that's why i'm putting the gwyneth paltrow version in b um okay so then pride and prejudice the one with colin firth um if you know me if you're at all friends with me you know how much i love this thing i have this is another mini series it's six episodes six hours long I own the DVDs for this. I've watched it. I watch it at least once a year, if not more. Um, I'm currently watching through it with some of my friends from school. Um, trying because they've never seen it. So I was like, well, we're watching it. So I just, I adore this. There, there are so, so many things. I could talk about why I love this for so long. Um, I think the acting is fantastic. Again, I think because they have six episodes they can do just so much more with the plot and the story and i think it's really well done the music's great they use some actual classical music they have a piece by beethoven that i actually have played um the music's really good the costumes are really good colin firth as mr darcy is just chef's kiss so good i i love him um and i yeah i i could ramble about this one for years so i won't um i will cut it there and just say if you haven't seen this 
if you're at all interested, please, please, please watch it because I just think it is, I think it's so good. Um, yeah, it's S tier for sure. Um, then we have Northanger Abbey with J.J. Field, who's in something else, um, and Felicity Jones, and she was in that Rogue One movie, I think that's what a lot of people know her from, and something else, she's in something else that a lot of people know her from, um, I hadn't, I've never read Northanger Abbey, that's the one Jane Austen book I haven't read, and I saw a Northanger Abbey movie a long time ago, it might have been this one, I don't really remember, um, but when my first like introduction to the world of Jane Austen was when I was, I want to say 11 or 12, I was pretty young, um, and PBS was doing this Jane Austen movie marathon, and so they showed um, a bunch of Jane Austen movies, like it was a week long, and like every night they would do a different movie, so my mom recorded the whole thing, except for Persuasion, because we missed that one, and we watched all these different things, so we watched Pride and Prejudice, and we watched um, the BBC Pride and Prejudice, and we watched, you know, all the different movies, Um, and Northanger Abbey was one of them, and I don't remember if it was this version or not, but I remember just, my mom also was like, I don't really like this one that much, and I was like, yeah, I don't really like it either, because it's, she's definitely trying to go more for, it's her last book, so she's entering into the world of kind of romantic, gothic thing, kind of like Jane Eyre style, Charlotte Bronte, um, so it's different from her other ones, um, it's shorter, this movie wasn't super long, but I actually, this second time around watching it last year, I actually enjoyed it quite a lot, um, it's short again, but I don't know. I think it's kind of fun. It's not it's not the best one. I'm going to put it in B. Um but I think it was enjoyable. So then we have Persuasion. Um I've only ever seen this one version of Persuasion with the girl and the guy with dark hair. Um this one I think came out in the 90s. It's a movie, it's not a mini series. Um, but it's, I think, I think it's good. Um, I watched this after I read Persuasion for the first time last year, which is, it's, oh my gosh, it's such a good book. Jane Austen books are so good. And this is definitely one of the better ones. Um, it's my mom's favorite and I needed to read it. So I read it. Um, and then I watched this movie and it's it's a bit of a letdown, I feel like, because the book was really, really good. And I just don't think... I need to watch The Other Persuasion, but I don't think either of them are going to make me happy. I think they really need to do another version of Persuasion. They really, really do. Um, oh my gosh, this is making me think of this one time I saw like a, on Twitter or something. Someone said something about how they need to do a persuasion um movie and they need to have adam driver play captain wentworth and he's my like huge celebrity crush i love him um and that would just he would fit the role so well he would he would do so well with it i think oh my gosh uh oh okay anyway back to persuasion so the basis of it is that Anne elliot this girl she's um 
she rejected this guy a long time ago. They had a thing, and then they he, they were supposed to get engaged, but she decided she was persuaded by her, like, kind of mentor to tell him no because she, he wasn't very rich. Um, she was pretty wealthy, and he didn't have a lot of money, and so... Um, he, she wasn't they weren't quite sure about his financial stability but then he goes off to sea to be he comes he becomes a captain and he comes back and he's like loaded and then they meet again and she's like still in love with him but she's older and she was you know once supposed to be really beautiful and now she's just not be- as much because she's 27 or something but she's you know this whole time she's trying to figure out does he still love me does he still love me um And I think with that, knowing that she's supposed to be pretty beautiful, I feel really bad marking things down based on the actor's looks. But I don't, neither her or Captain Wentworth are very attractive. And she looks like a little too old because she's supposed to be 27. She looks like she could be in her late 30s, early 40s. Like she looks pretty old. And that, I don't know how old the actress was, but she almost looks like she's nearing middle age which i don't think was which isn't true you know so and she's she's very mousy looking i don't know i i think she was a really good actress but i don't i don't know part of it is you imagine something in your head and so it's difficult when you know what you're looking at doesn't match what you're seeing in your head so yeah, I just, it it was good, um, but I really want them to do another version of Persuasion because I think they could do better. I want to put in B tier. Um, so then we have this Pride and Prejudice modern adaptation um, where they're writers, I think. Um, I watched this a couple years ago. It was fine, but I think there's better Pride and Prejudice movies that I enjoyed more. Um, that's David yelling. That's David yelling on his computer. He's playing a game in the room next to me. This is what I fall asleep to every night. It's 1130. So this is this is normal for me. Um, anyway, this movie, I thought it was okay. It wasn't amazing. Yeah, some there were some... A couple of things that I remember being like, that's kind of weird. Like, some awkward acting things. I'm going to put it in C because, again, okay, but probably wouldn't watch it again. Okay, next we have Clueless. Clueless? Ugh, I love Clueless. I love this movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, If you didn't know, this is supposed to be like a modern adaptation of Emma. Um, because she tries to play matchmaker for other people, um, and then kind of ends up falling in love their love on her own, doesn't realize it, and you know that she's like ah. <sighs> this movie, it's it's just so good. You have the really fun '90s rom teen rom com thing going on, and the fashion is really fun. Um, Alicia Silverstone is so good. There's really funny stuff. Um, it's very original. The script is so... Everything about it is fantastic. And then you have, to top it all off, you have young Paul Rudd. Oh my gosh. He's my... After Adam Driver, 
he's my second celebrity crush especially young paul rudd but i still love current paul rudd i just love paul rudd and they got him in it and then it's just so good and he is so cute and i know that people get upset by the fact that he is like her stepbrother which i know is kind of weird if Peyton's listening to this she's probably like yeah that's weird but he's her stepbrother but their parents are divorced so that seems to kind of make it okay because you never see like his mom yeah it just doesn't it doesn't seem as weird um because their parents are divorced because he's more like a family friend than anything else i guess i don't know it's i don't mind it because i never had a stepbrother but maybe if i did i'd find it weird i i love this movie it's got to go in s tier um okay bridget jones's diary um i don't remember a ton about this i remember there's a scene at the end where she runs out into the street in her underwear (laughs) that made me really uncomfortable the first time i watched it my mom thought it was so funny um i like that they are trying to do like this modern adaptation of pride and prejudice it's loosely based on pride and prejudice like if we're being honest it's loosely based but i love that they brought colin firth back (laughs) like yes bring him back let's bring you back for it um so that gets points for that but i know like a lot of people love this movie i didn't think it was like amazing or anything um i'm putting it in c because i also don't remember a ton about it so maybe i need to rewatch it as um an older and wiser person but moving on we have pride and prejudice this is the Kieran knightley version i tore this one apart like when I was, when I was younger, (laughs) I was gonna say that, but it was only, like, a year or two ago, I thought this movie was so bad, and I was, yeah, I was always upset when people would tell me that they liked that version better than the BBC version, but then I watched it again, and I was like, okay, I kind of see where people are coming from, because it had been years since I'd seen it, and so watching it again, I was like, okay, I, I, I kind of get it. I mean, yeah, there are some really good things in there. Um, the cinematography is really beautiful. Um, the soundtrack is gorgeous. The script is pretty good. There are definitely like really good parts of it. I don't think it's as good as the Colin Firth version still. I still think that one is better. But the more times I watch it, the more I like it. This one also makes me cry. The Colin Firth version does not make me cry. This one makes me cry. Um, so yeah, it's definitely it is really good. I would I would still watch this. I'm gonna put it in S tier, but just know that in my mind, Pride and Prejudice with Colin Firth is still a little bit higher than this one. But I think this one's still good. So then we have the Sense and Sensibility with um um. Oh, I can't remember any of the actors' names. The guy who plays Snape, <laughs> Alan Rickman, he plays Colonel Brandon, and then we have, um, she played Nanny McPhee, she played Mary Poppins or something. No, that was Nanny McPhee still. <laughs> what am I thinking of? I don't remember her name. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Oh my gosh. Um. So this version is 
a shorter, it's not a mini-series like the other Sense and Sensibility. But I still think it's good. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's just as good as the mini-series. I think the mini-series just is able to develop it more. But this one, I think it's enjoyable still. Um, so I'm putting it in A. And then we have this other version of Emma. Um, this is the BBC miniseries version. It's got, I think, four episodes. Yeah, I, again, miniseries, they can just do more with it. And this version is really good. I love the girl who plays Emma. I think she does a really good job. She, I think sometimes people don't like Emma because Emma can make herself unlikable because she can be so just bossy and kind of mean um which she can do because she is um because because she's rich and beautiful I guess I don't know but I think the girl who plays Emma I think she accurately portrays the character in the book which I I think is she's less mean than people think she is. Um, you can see her heart behind the things that she does um, on all the matchmaking. And I like the guy who plays Mr. Knightley. I think they're really cute together. Um, the soundtrack is really good. The cinematography and the costumes are really good. Yeah, I think it's the best version of Emma. So I'm putting in an S tier. Oh my gosh, what in the world? No, don't do that. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That was so scary. The ad just started playing. Um. So yeah, to recap, in F tier we have Lost in Austin. D tier we have Mansfield Park. C is Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Emma with Kate Beckinsale. The Modern Pride and Prejudice, Bridget Jones's Diary, and then in B we have Gwyneth Paltrow, Emma, Northanger Abbey, Persuasion. In A tier we have 2020 Emma, Sense and Sensibility, the miniseries, and Sense and Sensibility, the movie. And then S tier we have Pride and Prejudice, um, Pride and Prejudice with, what's his name, Colin Firth, Clueless, Pride and Prejudice with Kieran Knightley, and the miniseries Emma. So that's basically my tier list. Um, Thank you for listening. Um, I will do another one. Maybe maybe do one that's more applicable to more people. But I also like... This is really mostly for me. I'm not really expecting a lot of people to listen to this. Maybe just my friends who really want to hear me ramble about random things. Um, But yeah, I just... Again, I have really random niche interests that not a lot of people have so I don't get to talk about it with a lot of people so I guess maybe this is my outlet for talking about it is that I'm doing it I'm basically talking to myself about it <laughs> reaffirming my own opinions I don't know <laughs> anyway I hope you enjoyed I hope you have a great week talk to you next week bye <laughs>